so important to expose young people, especially young people of color to commercial real estate, because that is the path to empowerment. That is the path to ownership and it's the path to generational wealth. Woo! Shout out to today's guest, Osa Bartholomew, for spitting some truth right out of the gate. And if that little bit just now had you yay and amen in, just wait until you get to the part where she really talks about exactly how you are practicing commercial real estate right now and getting around communities, building their network to build generational wealth. First time listeners, welcome. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button now so you always get notified when we pop out with K-12 education stories that get you to turn up the volume and start to share in this podcast episode link with your friends, your fam, and your colleagues. Another house note for newbies, this is not, (laughs) I repeat, this is not your average K-12 education podcast. We do not sugarcoat anything over here because the way society is currently approaching education especially in the u.s is in serious need of an evolution and the guests you hear from on this show are people who have dedicated their lives to being a driving force behind tomorrow's leaders your children by enriching education for youth beyond the textbook so we can close america's education gap together If you are a frequent flyer here, you know that you're in store for a conversation on how we as a society can begin to rethink the way that we approach education and start thinking way outside of the box when educating children so that they have the tools, experiences, the confidence, and the sheer audacity required to advance our society and the world. All right, y'all, we are at the 90-second countdown before your brain feasts on a plethora of real estate experiences that high schoolers in America and the high schoolers in your life can gain access to with the click of a button, namely the link uh, to the real estate exchange jumpstart program that you'll find in the show notes. Um, And this program is exactly what Osa is going to be talking to us about today. Speaking of show notes, if you are licking your chops at the opportunity to advertise on a platform that reaches parents, educators, and education innovators across America, simply email edgapevolution at gmail.com. That's E-D-G-A-P-E-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N at gmail.com. Subject line, just make sure partnership is somewhere in the subject line to inquire about ad space on air and in the show notes, and we'll send you some stats and more information. More about Osa right before we jump into talking to her. Osa Bartholomew is born in New York City, raised in Brooklyn, New York, and Lagos, Nigeria. Osa holds 15 plus years of experience in the real estate, entertainment, fashion, and nonprofit industries. Her life's work displays her love for education, entertainment, and economic development. Osa currently serves as the chief program officer for the Real Estate Executive Council's real estate exchange programs, which we'll hear more about in just a moment. Osa has been recognized by Real Estate Weekly as a rising star and a leading lady in real estate, recognized as a top woman in commercial real estate by the Real Estate Marketing Awards and by Cranes New York's 2021 Top Notable Black Leaders and Executives. Osa is also a wife and a mom of three. This episode starts off with Osa sharing time management advice, so that even we adults can continue our personal growth while also getting in on the real estate opportunity gems that OSHA is about to drop here for you and your children's growth. Enjoy. 
I always love Wednesdays. I, I call Wednesday, Wednesdays Unicorn Wednesdays. Um, and I always like to kind of read and catch up on things and highlight someone um, and recognize someone who's doing great things. So I always look forward to Wednesdays. It like gets my energy back up. So excited to be here. It's so cool that you just said that because my, my first question for you is actually, you have so many things on your plate. And in a second, we're going to talk about, of course, parents, we're going to let you guys know about an awesome program that OSA is a part of that connects high school students to the commercial real estate industry. But I wanted to ask if you could drop like two wisdom nuggets for parents or anybody who may have a lot on their plate, just like you. Um, of how you manage your schedule. You just gave us that great nugget of you have Unicorn Wednesdays. Do you have like maybe one more suggestion for the person who is wearing many hats? Maybe what is something that works for you or that could probably work for others that helps you to do all that you do and stay on top of it? The biggest lie that we have that we hear is that, you know, there is a work-life balance. There isn't a work-life balance, but <laughs> Um, when you know how to outsource properly, it can be, or it can, it can seem like there is a balance. So outsourcing can mean many things. And that's, that's one tip I always give to women, to parents, um, to those that may be struggling with how to utilize their time on a weekly basis, don't be afraid to outsource, you know, and outsourcing can be utilizing someone to do a service for you. Um, and thanks to technology, you can use so many different platforms and apps to make your life easy. So I utilize all of that, you know, when there are times that I may have to do some work and I'm, I'm busy and I need someone to watch my kids for me, I can lean on my village, my mother, my sister, um, times that, you know, my husband may be off and I'm not, and, and he's there, um, as well. So that's, that's the outsourcing aspect. And then, you know, for me, sometimes I may need to get groceries in the middle of working and thank God for platforms like Instacart where yeah. I can, you know, order in advance and have it delivered. So, so I just say, you know, don't be afraid to outsource, find multiple ways of outsourcing, and it will make life a bit easier for you. That's so real. Um, the other day, I was talking to my mother, actually, and she was so adamant on cutting her grass. and <laughs> She hadn't gotten to it. Like, I'm like, Mom, you've been saying this for two months, get that grass cutter man back and call it a day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and I, I, I love to support people that have gifts. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm big on utilizing your gifts. And, and if I can support someone in any way, if that means hiring somebody to come cut the grass, then let's do it. Yes. Know? Yes. That makes total sense. Thank you for sharing. And um, uh, I would love for folks to hear a little bit more about your upbringing, because if I'm correct, you were raised in both Brooklyn and Lagos, right? Yeah. So I was born in the Bronx. Uh, my, my parents, who are uh, both first-generation um, uh, adults that came into this country from their respective countries. Uh, my dad is from Nigeria and my mother is from Dominican Republic and they met in college and got married and lived in the Bronx. So I was, I was born in the Bronx and then we moved to Lagos, Nigeria when I was about three years old. So I grew up there up until I was around 11. 
And then we relocated and moved to Brooklyn, New York, uh, where I grew up for many, many years. So I am a diehard Brooklyn girl. I don't, I don't live in Brooklyn anymore. I still live in New York City, but I'm always a Brooklyn girl at heart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, folks that I know from Brooklyn always say they're always a Brooklyn Yes. The blank at heart. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, it, it makes up who we are. You know, it gives us our drive and our energy. And I mean, it's, it's, it's Brooklyn is such a wonderful foundation. It makes you fearless. Not saying other cities don't, but you know, there's, I can always tell someone's from Brooklyn. Like I've traveled so many different places and I can be talking to someone. And I'm like, where are you from? And they're like, Brooklyn. I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> From like an education perspective, maybe schooling, but not just schooling, maybe like actual real life. What about Brooklyn? Do you think like, because I believe that, you know, outside, outside of the classroom, you learn too. So could you point to like a few specific things that being from there, being from Brooklyn, maybe having parents who are first generation in this country, some yeah. educational experiences in life that you as an adult now can say, that really like set me apart or set me up for the success I'm experiencing now. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, by, by day, um, my, my dad worked in finance and my mother worked in education and, but they were also entrepreneurs and they, um, they used to have a business that catered to those who were interested in culture whether it's African culture, Latinx culture, um, all aspects of culture. So they sold books, instruments, clothes. And this was in the heart of Parksville, Brooklyn. And in Parksville, Brooklyn is where I got to see and meet so many people from all walks of life. Mm. It's also where I became interested in real estate, okay. you know, um, being around uh, different uh, people that had their own businesses, seeing developments around me. Um, Park Slope has one of the most beautiful brownstones. So it really gave me an exposure to the work that I do now, you know, learning how to work with different people. And, and you know, I used to work in my parents' store, like after school. So I really got the experience to learn how to work with people, um, getting to know about them. And I saw that that carried on to all of the positions that I chose to do and also gave me the gift in learning how to work with people and deal with people. So, you know, Brooklyn has been that foundation for me. Also, my parents used to expose me to so many cultural festivals and arts festivals. Uh, there was a huge festival called the African Street Festival that took place in the heart of Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn. It is now the International Arts Festival. Um, the Brooklyn Academy of Music would have a festival called Dance Africa that would expose you to so many different cultures and different uh, performing arts groups. So Brooklyn holds a special place in my heart because it exposed me to culture. It exposed me to people. Um, and and it's, it's, it's just was a, such a wonderful experience for me growing up. And, you know, nowadays, I'm not saying for everybody, because this isn't an everybody thing, but for the majority of this country, the United States, um, we see or don't see a lot of youth outside, you know, participating in society. And a lot of it nowadays can be contributed to the fact that we just 
we're not even fully out of a pandemic. You know, we did have yeah. two years where we were completely shut down. But um, internet culture, which has its pluses and its minuses, you know, tech in general, it is easy for parents and children and all of us to to live from our bedrooms and our living yeah. rooms as opposed yeah. to getting out and doing things and being a part of things in the community and even being aware that things are going on outside of the house. I mean, I Absolutely. live in the city and um, my sister and I are just very active and sometimes we go outside and we're like, I know that people live in this city. Like, where, <laughs> well, where are they? they? <laughs> and so what you just said is just so important for you know parents and those of us listening that it's important to have your kids out, you know, exposed to different things going on in the community. You may not own a store, but there are stores around you. Take them to the grocery store with you. See yeah. if there's a street festival. See if there's a, a community event going on. And if anything, this show um, shows you so many different types of opportunities for children to be involved um, in the world around them, which brings us to the Real Estate Exchange Jumpstart Summer Program yeah. also, yeah. which you are a big part of. Um, so could you tell us more about what that program is? What is it about? What's the mission? Yeah. So the Real Estate Exchange uh, Jumpstart Program, Jumpstart Summer Program was created uh, in, in 2015 by the Real Estate Executive Council, which is the organization that I work for. And the Real Estate Executive Council is a membership organization of executives of color in commercial real estate. And one thing uh, they realize is that in order for us to build and create generational wealth in this country, we have to start early. And that's why it was so important to expose young people, especially young people of color, to commercial real estate, because that is the path to empowerment. That is the path to ownership, and it's the path to generational wealth. So with the Jumpstart program, it's a two-week program where we partner with universities, we partner with CRE organizations, executives, and individuals to give the students exposure to commercial real estate. They hear from executives, black and brown executives. Uh, they get to hear their path, uh, things they did while in high school and while in college, and what led them to where they are now. And it's such an important program because even going back to what you said, Mariah, about, you know, having activities for kids. And it's, it's an extension of, of what I was exposed to myself, understanding that in order for a child to stand out and in order for a child to be successful, you have to give them the tools and you have to give it to them early. And that's why, you know, I am so excited and so honored uh, to serve as chief program director for this program, because not only is it a mission of mine to give exposure to uh, young people uh, about real estate, but it's a mission of mine for them to be empowered and to be educated and to be exposed to people so that they can see that they can make it as well. Mm -hmm. That generational wealth building part from um, that you mentioned, you know, starting at a young age is just so important. I know that um, a lot of us uh, who are adults now, we hear a lot about generational wealth in the Black community on Instagram. We hear a lot about real estate on Instagram. It's like a hot topic 
yeah. you know, in society. We even have Selling Tampa on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> then that connection between like, okay, hot topic. And how mm-hmm. do we put this into practice? It's, it's true. always there. And so um, I'm, we'll talk a little bit more about the details of the program in a second. But I just want to uh, ask for parents who may, hey, they, you know, they get it. Real estate is a way to build generational wealth. But what about parents who aren't connected to the industry or don't know much beyond the term real estate or the TV shows? It might it could be potentially intimidating. Like, is what is my child going to learn? Or, you know, is this something that if I put my child in it, it's going to go way over my head. So what <laughs> should I even approach this in the first place? Like, what could you say to parents um, who may not have much knowledge of the industry about this program, um, you know, why, why they could still or should still move forward with enrolling their child in this program or looking into it, even though they themselves may not know so much about the industry. And, you know, it's what's so interesting is that that is exactly <laughs> what we experience. You know, a lot of times, we may get recommendations for students directly from guidance counselors, um, directly from principals or um, managers of children's organizations. It's not necessarily from the parents. Okay. And, you know, so what we do, you know, we partner with LEAD, which is an organization that has been um, at the forefront for the past 40 years of teaching Uh, young people about career opportunities in various industries. So we've we've partnered with them for the last three years to uh, manage this program. And they have a wonderful relationship with schools and organizations across the country, as well as professional associations. So they're very skilled at um, speaking about the program and even for us as well, you know, we, we, we have our conversations with the schools. We have our conversations with the organizations. We go to the schools. Um, I know we're still in a virtual world, so we do information sessions. Mm-hmm. And we not only invite the schools, but we invite the parents to join us as well so that we may answer any questions that they may have. And one thing that is so great about the Rex program is that we're not only giving your kids um, exposure to commercial real estate, but we're giving them exposure to the university experience as well too, because it is our goal for them to not only be successful in commercial real estate, but to go to college. And for, for some of those students, they may be the first to go to college. And that's a motivator for the parents, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the great thing about the exposure to the university is that, you know, we also do campus tours. So they get to meet with the admissions team. They are starting that relationship now. And that's one thing that has been an advantage for other uh, nationalities uh, outside of black and brown students is the connections to the universities, getting the preparation in advance, asking the questions, um, finding out about, you know, the extracurricular activities, finding out about the programs. You know, these are things that the students are doing now through the Rex program, and it opens their eyes to the possibilities that can happen. And that encourages the parents even more that, you know, uh, their, their kids are gaining exposure to universities and gaining exposure to a career 
that can not only influence their children, but influence the generation that comes after them as well too. So, so parents are so motivated uh, when we speak to them about those opportunities. That's awesome. And um, it's so cool because it's just like, you know, a parent-child relationship in general, the general sentiment is that as parents, you want your kids to be able to build upon what you have gotten started. Um, And so this sounds like such a great opportunity to do that. And I remember my first experience on a college campus, that was the sale for me. Yeah, (laughs) right. You take that tour. You see the freedom that is there. Absolutely. Um, You're like, I get to leave and go to another state. I was greedy. So the unlimited food. So like, oh, yes, (laughs) yes. The educational experience and the connection to quality programs and the education that they will get in the university is absolutely important. And then also duly from a youth's perspective, those additional lifestyle perks. So I'm just saying that getting in that environment here and the tour guides and stuff is like even for a student who may not be interested in college, for students who may have always dreamed of college or been on the fence, that can absolutely be the catalyst that makes them say, hey, I'm going forward with this real estate seems like a great vein. And, you know, and one, one other thing that I always uh, tell the students when we're going through the program, and this, this is going to be my second year, you know, I joined the organization of May of last year. So it's, it's actually a year. Now, one thing I always tell the students is that, you know, when you're going through this program and you're meeting other students from across the country understand that you are building your network right now. Mm-hmm. And that is something that, you know, when you see a successful person moving from career to career or working on partnerships, they have developed relationships over the years and they're successful in it through their relationships. So I tell the students now, because the great thing about the Rex program, they not only get exposure to uh, commercial real estate, but they also work on projects. They work on mock real estate development projects. So they actually have different roles. You have, you know, someone who's handling finance, you have the community liaison, you have the developer. So they are already looking at themselves as someone who is contributing in some part to commercial real estate. And I tell them, you know, maintain the relationship with everyone that you've met here, because this is someone that can be your business partner in the future. This is someone that can, you know, recommend you for, for a particular position or for an investment opportunity. So we tell them to build those relationships now and, and understand that this program does not stop at just two weeks. This is a lifetime experience for you. And, and what we're doing on our end is outside of the two week summer program, we also provide ongoing programming. We do information sessions, we do workshops, and we're actually currently right now working on an initiative to provide internships through our CRE partners for our Rex alumni that are uh, either high school seniors or, or currently college students as well. So we're building that pipeline so that they can be successful Um, when they get out of college. And, you know, what you said about, uh, you know, this whole thing about building your network is just so important. And 
as adults, you know, regardless of where we are in our careers, we can attest to that being important, especially at such a young age, because you do get to those points in your career, in your life, where it is beneficial to have a genuine connection with someone who shares a, has a shared goal. You know, you're able to say, hey, we've worked on this thing before together. You may not even reach out to that person for five or six years. You know, you may yeah. just stay in, in somewhat contact, you know, LinkedIn or something nowadays. Yeah. And um, we don't know where life's going to take us. And so it, every stage of your life from youth all the way on to glory, you know, it's just mm-hmm. so important to make sure you have those sorts of connections. So, I, so, you know, thank you all for this great work that you're doing in the program. I'm wondering what has been feedback, maybe like one example from a student who's been in the program. Um, and of course, we don't have to share names or anything, but could you go over like a brief case study of someone who started or general feedback that the students give of what they may have expected versus what they ended up getting out of the program? <laughs> so one case study I'll, I'll give is uh, there was one student and we do like, you know, the end of program survey. So I, I, you know, I read a lot of the surveys and I get emails from students and parents. And I remember one student uh, during the virtual programming, she, uh, you know, in the beginning didn't know what to expect. And she became so involved in the program that, you know, she, um, she had a responsibility to do at home where her mom, I think, needed her to go pick up her sister. And, you know, she was so upset because she needed to meet with her team <laughs> to, 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 to work on their presentation. And even her mom, you know, she, she had sent me something too. And she said, you know, I didn't realize how important it was until she had like tears in her eyes. You know, and I was like, wow, you know, this, 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 my daughter has been transformed. And this was just the second week. This was like the, the beginning of the second week. And she's like, wow, you know, um, I, I didn't think that my daughter would be interested in this. And here I'm seeing that she is, you know, and she's, she's so focused and wants to work on this project, you know? So that, that was one case study. And I mean, I've, I've received so many emails from Rex alumni who are eager to continue to learn. And, you know, they're, they're, they're looking for mentors. They are majoring in, uh, in, in uh, various opportunities that will allow them to give them exposure to real estate. They are open to learning more through webinars, through internships. Um, and it's, it's, it's so refreshing to see And I also, too, one thing we do is we have headline speakers and the headline speakers are executives of color in commercial real estate and students are so inspired by them. And when they send back their surveys, they talk about that. They talk about seeing someone who looks like them, seeing someone who comes from their neighborhood and it inspires them to want to be successful um, at that as well. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's been such great feedback that we receive because one, it's not only teaching them about commercial real estate, but, but these students leave empowered, they leave empowered. And that it to me, it's so important because when you empower a child, you know, they understand that they can do anything that they put their mind to. And even if things don't work out the way it does, they're not afraid to try. And, and that in itself gives me satisfaction on yes. that. 
growing children into those lifelong learners, those um, discoverers and explorers and testers is so important for them and for our collective future, you know, as, the, as, as a global society. Yes. Um, and so I see that you all also have opportunities for folks to donate to the scholarship component of the program. So what is that like? Um, what does the cost of the program look like? I know you said that a lot of the referrals come through schools. So yeah. what does it look like for a parent enroll, maybe enrolling their child outside of the school um, component, if that's possible, and then a parent enrolling their child because of a school recommendation? What do those costs look like? So right now, the total cost of the program itself, because we're back on campuses, um, it was it was it was way less last year because it was a virtual program. But now that we're back on campus, you know, this tuition covers the students travel, it covers their room and board, um, as well as the whole components of the program, because not only are they getting exposure to executives and uh, academic courses, but we'll also do site tours and events. So the full tuition for the program is $4,000. Uh, we do have parents and organizations that are able to afford, and we also have those that are not able to afford. So because of that, we do offer full and partial scholarships for students, especially for those students that were recommended by teachers and their guidance counselors. Um, on the application, we do um, have questions there where we do ask about um, your financial need. So we are happy to continue to offer scholarships. Last year, we provided 62% uh, uh, and scholarships to students that participated in the RECS program. And we want to continue to do that as well. And we, we recently launched a, um, a drive for our RECS 2022 Jumpstart Summer Program Scholarships. And you can learn more about that at RECSprograms.org. And that's R-E-E-X programs.org. We have a link there. Um, if anyone is interested in supporting the scholarships, supporting the programs, uh, we would really, really love it. And, and, you know, this again, will help to sponsor a student's travel, sponsor their room and board, or even just their full scholarship. So we're really excited about that. And, and, and we hope to support even more young people for this program. And I didn't even know that um, the, the rate supported travel as well. That's excellent. So they have ex on campus experiences at, um, I see you guys, partner universities are Cornell, Harvard, Howard, MIT, NYU, University of Miami. So some, some huge leaders in the educational industries, period, as far as universities. And the yes. fact that, you know, all of those other components of the students' experience are covered. Um, and so, you know, is there, do you guys have, um, like, let's say a sponsor or a donor wanted to get in touch with you who was from an organization, is that possible as well? Or is it um, this GoFundMe platform, the sole way that you guys do um, fundraising for the scholarship component? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there, there are the two options. Of course, we have the GoFundMe where they can donate directly through there. But, you know, if there's, if there's an extra effort, if you want to add some extra zeros to that, you know, <laughs> you're, you're definitely welcome to contact me. And my, my information is on the website at rexprograms.org. Um, and, and definitely will connect you either with myself or um, the Real Estate Executive Council, uh, our CEO as well. So we would definitely appreciate that. And as as you mentioned, you know, this year, we are so grateful to partner again with NYU and Cornell, and they they are actually doing a joint uh, program, a joint partnership. And this will take place in our session two, which will start uh, July 11th to July 22nd, where all the students will be housed on NYU's campus, but they will spend a weekend at uh, Ithaca uh, Cornell University. And then for session one, we're excited to have MIT and Harvard partner together for our Boston program, where students will be on MIT's campus. They'll also gain access to Harvard University. We're also excited to have our HBCU, Howard University, participate in the program. And then we'll be in Miami as well. So for session one, which is from June 20th to July 2nd, will be at MIT, will be at Howard and University of Miami. Okay, and for those, is, and is enrollment still open or um, for session two or how do the cohorts work as far as um, when you guys have applications and enrollment? So right now we, we have, uh, slots for 125 students. We have received over 150 applications. So right now, uh, we are currently reviewing applications. We may open it back up for session two. Uh, so if anyone is interested, I, I would recommend um, reaching out to me or just checking on the website. You know, we'll, we always constantly have updates. So we should have an update by end of week um, if we will be opening for session two, but for, for, um, right now, you know, the applicants that we've received are for both session one and session two. Okay. Got you. Alrighty. And so, um, before we wrap up, Osa, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about commercial real estate in general, because there's real estate, I guess you would call it residential real estate, and then there's commercial real estate. So could you describe the difference um, to us? I only recently learned the difference last year. Um, Mm -hmm. And so if you could like talk to us a little bit more about how those two separate um, between selling a house and maybe selling a commercial real estate property or that whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. So commercial real estate is tied to investment properties, income properties, multifamily developments, shopping malls, which is which is where I, I became interested, you know, retail real estate. Um, it's it's various aspects of real estate. It's very different from residential real estate because residential real estate is really more single family homes, uh, apartments, condos, co-ops, and you have those that represent uh, in finding you uh, places to live with residential real estate and commercial real estate. The great thing about commercial real estate, and this this is also what we expose our students to, is that you can have an interest in so many different fields 
and you will find a career in commercial real estate within that field. If you are interested in finance, you know, there's real estate finance. If you are interested in architecture, there are opportunities within commercial real estate there. If you are an attorney, there <laughs> there's a lot of needs for real estate attorneys in <laughs> commercial real estate. If you are interested in building and developing, there are opportunities for real estate development in commercial real estate. Um, I didn't get my start in commercial real estate. I actually started within media and entertainment, but I was always just um, one, I, I was inspired by, you know, property and real estate and retail. And I didn't even realize that commercial real estate was a thing until I started to do my own research on who were the developers behind, you know, so many different um, retail businesses that I would see. And that's really what piqued my interest. Um, and then also realizing that we needed more people that look like me within mm -hmm. the field. And that's what drove me to looking into opportunities that, that combined those two. Um, and I'm so happy to utilize my experience to be able to make a difference within that field. So, I mean, I, 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 I tell many people to don't limit yourself to understanding uh, real estate. I'm still learning every day myself. You know, I've, I've been in the field for close to nine years now, and I'm still learning every day. It's, it's really an exciting field. And, and, you know, our goal is to continue to expose it to young people. Yes, that's wonderful. And like we see develop what, no matter what city you're in, I'm sure, you know, all of us see development happening around, happening around us every day, revitalization of neighborhoods. I know here yeah. in Baltimore, one of our historic food halls is getting revitalized. Um, you know, things are happening all around the country and the world and things are just going to, of course, continue to grow. And it is awesome to be able to have more children of color, um, you know, diverse people from diverse backgrounds be a part of that growth because it just makes, um, you know, a better world for everybody when we have um, the perspectives and the talents of all of us thrown into that mixing pot of um, the commercial real estate industry and industries beyond. So, Osa, thank you so much for the work that you and the team at Rex Programs are doing. And if you could one more time, let us know the best way to get in touch with, um, to take a look at the website. Maybe you guys are on social media, just the best way to get in touch and stay in touch. Yeah. I mean, everything is, is directly on our website. And again, it's rexprograms.org, R-E-E-X programs.org. Um, if you are on LinkedIn, you can also connect with us on LinkedIn. Um, I also encourage you to visit our uh, parent company, the Real Estate Executive Council, because they're doing such wonderful things within commercial real estate. And the website for that is reec.org. So what'd you think? How will you take what you learned today on the Ed Gap Evolution podcast to make sure that more children and families know that they have more options for building a magnificent future? If you like what you heard and want to get notified when the next episode goes live, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll notify you when the next episode is out. 
Don't forget to check the show notes where I share information on today's guests. And yes, we do have a website. You can always pop in on us at www.edgapevolution.com. Again, I'm Mariah Phillips, and I leave you with this. Embrace the evolution, y'all.